What do you think the eagle does? What do you think the eagle's plan is with that? An case? eagle can't lift a a turtle. Oh, you. Ugh. I'm not going to stand for this eagle no. eagle sacrilege. What? Eagles can lift America, number one. Number two. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 497 of the podcast. I'm one your host, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the life of idiocy. We're committed to educating you on things that entertain, but do not matter. To find out more about these consciously uncoupled pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Podcast Pie. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking the nose of breakups. But before we do that, did you hear what Knox said? It is episode 497, which means we are very close to 500, y'all. So how are we celebrating? Well, there's going to be an expanded AUA featuring staff on Tuesday, April 18th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. But most importantly, the tickets for our 2023 live shows go on sale the day our 500th episode comes out. Where will we be? Well, one venue I told Chuck about, and he knew what it was from PBS. And the second city, it's not second city because we're still waiting on the ticket money from our second city show, which was That's in right. Chicago. That's so. right. The patio, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, a year later, still. A year later, your ticket money still not in our pocket. So instead of going back there, we will be headed on that Grady Curve to the Hollywood of the South. As always, BFOTs will get first dibs on all tickets. They already know what venues we're going to, what cities we're going to. Um, they'll get dibs one week early in advance on April 4th. If you subscribe to Note for the Audio or you're a friend of the show, you'll also get a head start on tickets before they go on sale to the general public on April 12th. So you can become a BFOTs at knoxandjamie.com slash Patreon. And you can subscribe to Note for the Audio at knoxandjamie.com slash newsletter. Both of those links are in the show notes. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right, Jamie, let's get to these... Nose of breaking up. This is I, I. I couldn't believe we had done this before, and I'm really excited for this topic because I just feel like everybody has a good breakup story or a bad breakup story. So maybe before we get to some of these comments, do you do you have like a story or like a like a like a tip about breaking you, up you want to share? Are you freaking kidding me? I have a story all the time, like for stuff like this. Like I freaking love it, and I love that on this post. By the way, this post got so many comments. Like I want to say it was in the end, it was six. It was six hundred eighty-seven. Stories that were long and robust and juicy, and some not as juicy. Some were like, "Oh my god, can you believe it?" He, yeah, some of you guys, honestly, friend to friend, your boy to your boy, uh, need an editor. Okay, I don't need (laughs) fifteen thousand words on why that didn't work. But there was also there's a lot of like juicy virtue and sanctimony in those comments. You know, people were were really like catharsis out there. It was good. It was good. It was good. So mine would be actually not that long ago, uh, post pandemic. Okay, like since since then, uh, we had gone on two dates. The first date went great. Um, and then the second date, I realized that something that happened on the first date was not a uh, quirk. It was built in. Okay. okay? And he- Not sound, a bug, a feature kind of deal, not, right? Is that what it is the saying? Okay. No. It, you know what? It's whatever you say it to be, Jamie. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so he, he sound affected his own life. Okay. So when we got food both times- he would take the first bite and he'd say, mm, munch, munch, munch. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got the car from the valet outside of the restaurant, 
he said he got in. He opened my door. It was very gentlemanly. Yeah. Like I got in, and then when he got in and he put on his seatbelt, he went, "Let's go!" Vroom, vroom. Oh, <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. I can't. And then when we got to his house, we were gonna watch a movie, and yeah. I'm not the guys. I wish I could make this up, and I'm sure he's listening because I do think he listens to the show. You were so nice, but you can't say how affect your life, friend. He wait. Used so a- okay, can we can we guess what he did? Was it movie? Was it movie related? No, uh, it, uh, maybe uh, just close. Yes. Oh, okay. Did he make? I, did he make I, I the lost... Netflix sound? He did not make the. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I was gonna do the lion, like the Warner Brothers. You know, the like. Dun, wow. Dun, dun, wow. Dun, that's like that. Like that. Okay, be, so no, weird. he used the TV remote, and when he pressed the button, he'd go pew pew. Oh, Ooh. No. like a that's not even the right sound. No, but he, like, that was his thing. Now, listen, as someone who makes sound effects in her own life all the time, my emotional support coworker, Erin, could tell you that that is true. Mm-hmm. I will say there, that's different. That's, like, my neurodivergence. But maybe yeah. this was his neurodivergence. Well, okay, so, hold on. Did you shame him for the noises he makes and then regale yourself with neurodivergence as an explanation as to why... That you do, you make your noises? Is yeah. that what I was hearing Why? just now? Yeah. Is that wrong? Just want to get that right. I just want to get that right. That's right. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think, is it worse to hear someone like talking to themselves at a, at a, like a, a quieter level, but they're still talking to themselves or making like pew pew noises, like Star Wars guns <laughs> noises when they're turning on TV, which again, Aaron no, is correct. I'm That's not even the right noise. I'm talking to myself alone over in my corner. I'm not like at the table talking to myself over dinner. I'm not talking to myself mm, at the table. I'm about to bring Aaron in here real quick. Aaron, uh, in the office, do you tend to hear Jamie no, but I'm just in my like, corner really... <laughs> over there. Do you feel like that convo is limited to her corner or are you like exposed in that situation? I would not say it is limited to her corner. She loves my distractions. She loves them. Yeah, sure. sure Listen, well, this leads to my no of breakups, which is which is actually not n-o it's k-n-o-w and my no is know that there's a difference between a pet peeve and a deal breaker and i think for some woman out there for him this will just be a pet peeve this will just be a weird quirk of something he does but she finds it lovable for me it was a deal breaker and i think everybody's you know categorization of that is different yeah, man, you could tell you really lost your edge since you assumed he was listening. You know, I feel like you really like I get nervous. I did. Yeah. I should have said it because I know. He, but listen, he probably is like, she, her hair's too big. I don't know wow. what he would say yeah. about me. He's probably got some notes You know as what well. he would say? He would say I was an amazing kisser because he told me that. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to smooch Mary kill. Um, munch, munch, munch. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Pee, pee, pee. <laughs> Oh, munch, munch, munch is the vroom, vroom is kill. Munch, munch is smooch, and then pew, pew is uh, merry for life. I wow. love the pew, pew. You sound. went all the way around on pew, pew, pew. I don't, as a as a general rule, I don't love munch, munch as a word, just like as a vibe, as a verb, all that <laughs> well, stuff. That's you know, you're not in don't, the right don't, and we're going, and we are. That's called DIY censoring, you guys, and and you'll put all that process in the show notes. My, so I've got a. You know, I guess I've got a, a story more than a no. Well, I, I guess it's no. Um, it might have been no. I think I broke up with someone else before Ashley, but this was in middle school. So this was this was because uh, you dated your you're married to Ashley. How long have y'all been married? Uh, it, we're, we're going on nineteen uh, years this summer. That's right. And so, so it's been you, a minute. Yeah. So you really didn't date a ton, a ton of people. Before no, no, you I really met didn't. Ashley because y'all were high yeah. school sweethearts. And this uh, this person I, I broke up with this uh, girl she's she was a lovely person uh, I know her now um, she's she was a wonderful girlfriend then oh, and wow. th- the Coming issue in hard for the ex Go. no 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 not that it's just uh, you know when you like you do douchebag things you're like oh yeah like that you, like you're the douchebag you know you're, like you're the problem oh yeah no and I, I realized when I was thinking back on this like I cr- I committed not like one offense but three offenses like three sins of breaking oh, up you know. No. It was dirty. So, you know, after school pickup, you know, after middle school, like you linger in like the school courtyard, you know, like you went to your mom to come get you. You huddle with your friends or whatever. And she walked out. I found her. So you didn't ride the bus. You you were bougie. I, uh, sure, sure. I guess yeah. I was. That makes me bougie. I'm a very bougie <laughs> yes. guy. But she didn't either. So she's just two bougie people, you know, in the world trying to find each other. God, and, yeah. uh, I was like, Hey, can I, can I have a word with you real quick? And so we went over and we talked and I, I had my spiel, you know, hit my, my, my high notes. I was like, I focus on these three things. And the first one was, I need to focus on dot, dot, dot. Mm. And that's, that's a sin of breaking up. You don't need to focus on anything because the, the reason I provided was I need to focus on my middle school baseball. You know, I just really need to, like, focus <laughs> on my middle school baseball. Like I was, like, Bob Oppenheimer during World War II. Right, right. Like, right. dedicated to the proliferation of atom bombs. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
my team went like 10 and 8, you know? Oh. And also, this is the year I broke my wrist playing baseball. So I, I wasn't really you... focusing on baseball because I had a broken wrist at that point. Why you did know? you focus on healing your wrist? I mean, I should have just like crushing <laughs> milk and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> right. But it wasn't like I was like knocking out the BP or the or the soft toss or whatever. Um, and then I did the um, – from there, I, w- I went, you know, it's not – honestly, it's not, re- it's not even really you. It's more me. That's what it is. Wow. It's such and a that young is, age. It's just that's another sin because that's the, re- the, that's the relationship version of – you know, like in legal movies when a non-accused person takes the witness stand and ends up confessing to the crime? Like that's just yes. never that doesn't happen. That's no. not it's not a true thing that happens, and it's never not you. It's me because no one benevolently breaks up with someone because they're too trash for that person. Okay, if you've outkicked your coverage, you just shut up. You don't make any sudden moves. And you just hope that person never notices. That's that's, right. what, that's the reality of what's going yes, on. It's what I did fair. with Ashley, Ashley Muffum. Like so it, it just keeps going. Yeah, on, and she's you know? never noticed. She's never. She noticed. hasn't noticed. Yeah. Uh, the last one I played the God card. I did. I'm ashamed. <gasps> no! I'm embarrassed. I did. I do believe, you know, contrary to what DC Talk th- uh, says, I think that Christians blaming bad choices on God is probably the number one cause of atheism in the world today. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I did. I was like, I think God is just really, I don't think I was even going to church at that point, you know, like I was in church, but I wasn't <laughs> well, like, really going. Sometimes you find God in the universe, not mm-hmm. in the building. I did not. Come and on. I didn't find it in baseball either. Um, but she responded to me. She said, um, she goes, okay, I don't accept any of this. And she walked <laughs> away and got in her mom's car. And I was like, I just, I don't know what happened. Like, technically, was that a breakup? But then we like formalized it the next day. But for a day that she really had me like hanging in the, in the uh, midst there for a minute. So you didn't like, you didn't like say, but God, but God, like you're, I'm looking for a girl that's like really committed to God, you know? No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like, God's really wanting me to like focus on this baseball thing. I think probably, you know, um, and just like until, this broken until how arm. long was it until you started dating Ashley? Um, Two days? this was, this was, uh, I think this was eighth. No, this was seventh grade. So it was, uh, it was you know, uh, sophomore year. So it's a few okay, years. Okay, so it was a couple years, years for you to focus yeah. on baseball and golf. I got some more bad breakups out of the way. You know, really like okay. got those reps in. So okay, good. So it's good. Erin had a guy break up with her, and what was his what was his deal? Why did he break up with you? Uh, we went to see Titanic with my mom, and Ooh. then we he broke up with me to be a Catholic priest. Oh, do you think you were the problem there? Or do you think Kate Winslet and her boobays were uh, the issue there? In front of my mom, probably. That yeah. was probably part of it, yeah. Can I get a seating arrangement? Uh, uh, was your yes. mom in the middle? Uh, future priest, myself, my mother. Okay, at least Gwen wasn't in the middle. Uh, follow up. <laughs> Did when the boobs came out, did Gwen like cover your eyes? I don't know why she'd cover your eyes, but I just want to know. Like, did she? No, cover eyes? I just think we all pretended it wasn't happening. Did she cover his eyes? That's no. a baller move. She covered his eyes. <laughs> Cassie, why was Gwen on a date with you? I was not, I was uh, 15 and I was not allowed to date yet. <sighs> yeah. She's just doing her diligence, man. She's just, yeah. and she, I, honestly, she did a good job because that guy like so, went to the priesthood. Where's, no. where's win, his win. parish? Where's his parish? <laughs> uh, I do I do not believe that he is a, a Catholic. Oh, he used God against you. Oh man, it was you. It wasn't God. Yeah, it was something. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a theme here. It is going to be a theme. You so, should call him and tell him you're a Bible scholar now. Yeah, I don't think that up? would help. Oh well. What are you doing now? Probably not Bible scholaring on a shady podcast. I would assume. <laughs> Click. <laughs> All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps at my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie 
She's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality. And I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so why don't we, uh, we get, uh, as Jamie said, we had so many uh, good comments. We can't share them all, but we're going to get uh, through as many as we can today. Jamie, do you want to go ahead and tee it off? Yes. Yeah, so we have Tess McClelland who said, I can't decide if it's a flex to not have something to share because I have never been in a relationship in my 23 years on this earth. Listen, I say to you, Tess, Godspeed and learn from the losers we're about to highlight. You know what I mean? You have plenty yes. of time. Despite what, despite what those Instagram moms will tell you about blah 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 like you oh stop don't do that you i got, hate that i hear that yeah 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 you got plenty of jason bleep that bleep that out <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah tess it, it's it's not like it, it's completely a flex because listen to these stories and tell me that at the end of the episode you're like man i wish i could have endured some of that i wish someone could have broken up and blamed it on middle school baseball you know like that that would have been like a really great situation for me romantic relationships are not like a one-size-fit-all so it's a good thing that you have some life reps under your belt That's before right. you start dealing with ridiculousness. And Tess, okay? do you want me to introduce you to Munch, Munch, Munch Guy? Because I will. Don't. Like, can we I'll... not call him Munch, Munch, Munch Guy, honestly? <laughs> can we call him like PPU, PPPU, or Vroom Vroom? Maybe PPU's taken. Any of them. <laughs> anyway. You know? Okay. Up next, we have the underscore L-dub underscore. The first time I tried to break up with my high school boyfriend, a bird pooped on me and I got distracted. The second time I tried, he picked up a turtle that was in my yard and threw it in the air like a frisbee. The third time, he started crying. So I drove away and never spoke to him again. <laughs> okay, uh, the L-dub, it's, it's too many underscores. Okay, you probably know that. You probably are aware of that, but it just your name looks like it's it's sitting on ice and it's about to like fall through and like sink and die. <laughs> So chill out on the underscores. Find a new one. Okay. So That's what think, I would say to you. So I think 
the bird pooping is just an incident. I think once someone once someone yeets an eighty year old modern dinosaur into the air, it's okay. a deal breaker. Like I just don't think you get to throw turtles and we stay together. Well, I, I wish we had more on this. Like, why was the turtle thrown? Was it like, hey, let's hang out, and he throws a turtle, or was she like, hey, um, as you know, I do love you, and he throws the turtle in response? Like, is he trying to run out the clock, or like, what was the context around the turtle throw? I think that's the most important. Also, L Dub, you say that I tried to break up with my high school boyfriend, but then yeah. a bird pooped on me. You can still just clean that up and still end a relationship. No, but I do, as someone who, like, I understand that. I understand, like, oh, man, maybe it's just not my day to, like, break up with someone because I just got, like, like shat on by a bird. By, you know, you're talking about old dinosaurs. Birds are old dinosaurs, too. A lot of dinosaurs in this story, I'm realizing now. Don't know what that means, but there's a lot there. But I can see that as, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it on Tuesday. I don't want to do it today, you but, know? But, like, I don't understand. So is that your vibe of, like, if there's a sign, I'm going to bounce. Like, I got to bounce if there's a sign. Like, well, as someone who went into this episode saying, I don't know if I'm going to argue with people who came after me on Twitter or support them who came after me on Twitter. I'm just going to read the vibes. I think that's exactly what it is. Just vibes reading. You know, that's just fair. Like, mm, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, then. <laughs> it's a little teaser for later, you guys. Also, um, Jamie, are you uh, familiar with Aeschylus? I'm, I'm sure you are the the Greek dramatist. Of course! Oh my gosh, his stuff is so good. He, it is. That is how a lot of people <laughs> describe it. So, uh, Jason, history corner music, please. Um, he was the father of dramatic tragedy, and according to legend, he died because an eagle that had just snagged a tortoise was flying right and when an eagle snags a tortoise what do you think the eagle does what do you think the eagle's plan is with that an tortoise? eagle can't lift a, a turtle oh you i'm not going to stand for this eagle the, eagle sacrilege what? eagles can lift america number one number two <laughs> <laughs> oh definitely tortoises okay maybe it's a baby tortoise i don't know but when they're when they're flying with that like you can't crush that thing open you know like it's a pistachio right uh. so you gotta let you gotta let the land the earth do that for you. So that eagle looks down and sees Aeschylus's bald head. And it's like, well, that's a, that's a shiny rock. I'm going to smash this tortoise on. But no. it smashed it on his head and he died. And that was, that's the legend this is of the Aeschylus. Aeschylus. Yeah, I think so. Or Aeschylus. I don't know how to pronounce so it. So is honestly. Aeschylus the, the mask? Is that his face in the drama mask? I don't know. Honestly, what an impossible question to answer. <laughs> uh, credit to me for, <laughs> for attempting it. Okay, up next we have Thresh Key One who said, I came home from middle school excited to tell my mom I had a new boyfriend. She just stared at me in shock for a few seconds, asked her what was wrong, and she gently let me know she was married to my new boyfriend's dad for four years before they divorced and she later married my dad. I told my boyfriend this and we ended things because being near siblings was too weird. Okay, parents, uh, Coach Knox here. Take me real quick. If your child is in school with the spawn of a person that you have been romantically entangled with for, let's say, a period of a year or, or more, you have to disclose that to your children. You have to loop that in. Because what I'm reading from the story, Jamie, is this isn't just Threshky One's mom who yeah. failed to mention this, but this is the the guy's dad as well. No, no exactly. I don't understand why you're not talking about your divorces to your kids by the time they're 13 or 14 years old. Don't, aren't you telling 100%. your kids like, you know, oh yeah, we have, I, I have a divorce and I also own a lake house that you don't, we never go to. You know, I don't now, understand why you're not bringing that up. Listen, I don't, it doesn't, you don't have to go into the nitty gritty. Like you got over leveraged on financing like a man cave you're trying to build. And like, it, there was a lot of dispute and like the sexual tension was just He had erectile dif- dysfunction. He never You don't got to go that, that detail, yeah. but you do have to say, do you see Biff over there? I was married to him and that is his son. So it's not like, like but, biologically related, but there's some. No, I say it's not a reason to break up. I think you can date somebody that is the child of your mom's ex-husband. Why? I, Why not, Jamie? I completely agree with you, but you have to have that knowledge going knowledge going into it. You can't like start That's on the true. first date and be like, okay. "Oh, by the way." Bam, you guys were almost kind of related through Because like, it really could bring stuff. you together so you could figure out why they got divorced and like what was their wedding like. Let's Ooh, go. Ooh, like a true crime on. podcast. Yeah. You'd be like serial music oh, and just be like, why yes. did my parents not love each other? You know, I would, I would listen to that from a couple yeah, of kids. Yeah, I want Sarah yeah. Koenig. I want Sarah Koenig uh, narrating that. Champagne Jones says, my sixth grade boyfriend and his best friend called our home phone and left a voicemail of them beatboxing that ended with them shouting, it's over. I had to listen to it in front of my mom. I have no problems with any of this. Uh, Does it suck to be broken up with in front of your mom? 
and through the medium of uh, white boy, I'm assuming white boy beatboxing via yeah. uh, voice message. That's not great, but at least it gave you a story. At least it was an experience. Yeah, and you know? this is not a, a truly horrible, painful story. I know that Champagne Jones, you may feel differently about that. Yeah. We did get an anonymous that I wanted. I want you to tell me if this is better or worse because it's in the same lunch. This woman, when she was in eighth grade, her boyfriend broke up with her via his friend writing in her yearbook that he wasn't going to take her to their eighth grade formal because he had a baseball game. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Baseball games are very important. That's no right. That's focus, right. And then you know? she called his house. She sat by the radio, waited until the perfect song came on, and then called his family's home, blasting the song into their uh, their answering machine. That song being, of course, 1990s More Than Words by Extreme. Oh, okay. it, I love you. <laughs> Listen, people, the the young the younglings won't understand. Like, why didn't you just like you know tweet a Spotify link or something like that? It's not how it worked back then, guys. Okay, you had to listen with like double deck beatbox tape capacity. Okay, one blank and then like one reel or whatever to like record stuff over. So this is pretty. I, I see. I just hear ingenuity in this. Listen, comment. as a sidebar, this weekend with my family, we were all sharing like what was the most traumatic thing that we lived through, and so it started with my mother, who's in her seventies, being like. Uh, when JFK was assassinated. Okay. And then me being like 9-11. And then my niece going, when Britney was free. And I was like. <laughs> wow. Because yeah. she was born after 9-11. And then suddenly she went, oh, no, the January 6th riots. <laughs> like, oh, God. What a weird life you've led. What a weird I don't know life. if Tom Brokaw's still alive, but he's probably like got a twinge like in his spine. He was like, oh, God, <laughs> he, he something's does. wrong with the force. He does. He does. Let me ask you this. Worst art form, speaking of like voicemail breakups, worst art form. Because I do think like back in the day, you know, we still have voice voicemail systems, but it's not like it was. You know, it wasn't like the pomp and circumstance of seeing you got a message and listening to it. And it's you can't headphone it like everyone's hearing it in in the moment. Right. I do think there's an artisticness to that. So if you're going to be dumped through one of the following, which okay. would it be? All right. Um, number one, interpretive dance. OK, it's never overtly said, just conveyed to the movements of your body, undulations okay. of body types. OK, um, original song, you and that person or they hired a person, but it's one on one. And it's just like, it's got to be a minimum of four minutes. There's got to be vocal runs, strong eye contact, maybe even a bridge. Okay. Or number three, a flash mob. A flash mob dedicated to break up with you. Which would you rather be? Okay. Let's equalize them a little bit by saying that okay. they're all set to 1990s more than words by extreme. Okay? I would love that. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah. And the, the original song is that it's the music of more than words, but new lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Updated. Yeah. So that's going to make me the most uncomfortable. I'll be honest with you. The original song, I would rather see, because if you dance and did an interpretive dance, I'd be like, well, it's good that it's over. But the original song and make me look you in the eyes while you play, while you play the piano and no. you sing more than words, but you call it uh, more than verbs. Like I can't, I can't do sure. that. I think it'd be flash mob for me because I would rather eat shellfish out of someone's trunk than like endure. You're allergic uh, a flash to shellfish. Mob. I know that's what I'm saying. I'd rather do that. <laughs> I'd rather take my chances just because I would. I would get sad of the experience, but I also get sad to all the people roped in to making this experience for me. You know, like that would be the just the really bad part. Yeah, but I would be like, that was great, you guys. Good job. And like, no. it's over. It should have yeah. been over anyway. Like it's already. No. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. Well, in honor of uh, Champagne Jones, uh, our we our editing department, we threw together. You know, obviously we don't have the tape. Of what it sounded like, right? Yes. Like we don't know. Like this wasn't safe for posterity. So our editing department, oh, no. we we're uh, putting together recreation of what we assume voice machine message probably sounded like. Hi, we can't get to the phone right now. So leave your name, number, and the time you called, and we'll get back to you later. Thank you. Okay, is it on? Is it on? Is it recording? Okay, now drop a sick beat. <laughs> Hey Shan, it's your boyfriend, and I'm here to say We used to be in love in a major way A couple of kids, coupled up like Play-Doh lids But nothing lasts forever, even birds of a feather So even though you were the range to my rover Or more specifically, the Sesame Street to my Grover I hope this message finds you well, because unfortunately It's over Okay, hurry, hang up the phone No, it's, it's wireless, just press the button
Okay, up next we have Mandy Pearls who said, I successfully tried to stop dating a guy in college by just not replying to his text. The problem was that we went to the same church on Wednesday nights. After church, he asked if we could grab a bite to eat to talk about us. I'm a people pleaser and figured a Wendy's Frosty was worth the awkward conversation, so I said yes and got in his car. He proceeded to drive us to his house where he pulled a frozen lasagna out of his freezer and put it on the counter to thaw. Even worse, at one point while I was stuck there in the lasagna prison, he brought brought out his guitar again i'm sure to play 1990s more than words by extreme so this is the plot of split the m night Shyamalan james mcavoy uh movie uh yes. basically just with like less people um i oh, jamie obviously like uh, let me just tee up what was the first mistake here dating someone that you go to church with oh okay that 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 is a mistake that is definitely a mistake let me help you all out okay? i would say going to a uh i guess a second location without your own transportation Okay. Oh, yeah, you cannot. Not when you're planning to break up. Because what was her plan? That we would go to Wendy's, I would break up with him at Wendy's, and then I would get back in his car you and can't, do what? You cannot do that. After, like, you're going to hold a Biggie Fry like to, to, to brace the awkwardness. Like, like we, you can be your own problem. You can be your own solution. You have to make sure you have direct access to transportation. I learned that lesson the hard way. Um, this wasn't a breakup, but we had a small group social a couple years ago where we went on someone's boat. And then that was the that was the event. Go out on the boat, have some drinks, go home. And then someone else was like like ad libbed, probably an Instagram seven, no shade, was like, we should go to a Mexican restaurant too. And I'd not banked enough like mental uh, energy for that. Right. So halfway through the Mexican restaurant dinner, I'm getting a migraine. I'm getting like sick to my stomach. So I sit behind the restaurant for the entirety of that dinner, <laughs> just waiting to throw up, but I don't. And so everybody comes out. So we get back on the boat to go back to our cars because I've limited my transportation options. And while everyone's taking pictures off the back of the boat with the sunset in the background, you can see me in the back laying over the side of the boat throwing up no. because I did not control my own transportation destiny. So control your transportation That's exactly destiny, right. Guys. If you're ever at a live show and you want to go to Taco Bell after the live show, you cannot ride in the car with Knox. He will right. not let you go to Taco Bell. So you need yeah. your own transportation so you can get yourself a Mexican pizza. I never pretended that I was okay with Taco Bell. I've always been that guy. I've always been <laughs> shibboy. Okay. Uh, can, justice for frozen lasagna. lasagna. Listen, justice for that. Frozen lasagna, you can, you can bake that thing from frozen. It just takes an extra 20 minutes, but you should have made him put that in right then. Although that's still an hour and 15 minutes of mediocre guitar playing. So. Oh, man. Let me tell you, much. anybody who pulls out a guitar is not good at it. I'm telling you, that is a general rule. And some of you are listening right now and you're like, no, 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 I pull out a guitar at small group. No. You are not talented either. You're only okay. You know, you know, six chords. That's it. That's all. You know, Oasis. Congratulations. Uh, I just, yeah. I would say maybe it's less that it's more, let's finesse it. Maybe it's, um, you are in the far minority of actually being good. You're the except if you're actually good, which you're probably not, but if you are, you're the exception. Everyone else is the rule of no one wants you to bring out that guitar. No Nobody one's like, oh, sick. That guy, the awkward guy who won't make eye contact, brought out his guitar. Incredible. That's bad. I, so, uh, frozen lasagna, though, that reeled me back in for a second because I'm a big fan of frozen lasagna. Oh, it's so I wanted good. to ask y'all frozen pizza, frozen lasagna, canned ravioli. How would you rank them? Uh, I would kill canned ravioli. That's a that's a mistake, Jamie. That is a rookie mistake right there. Oh, it's it's good. I'm not saying it's not good, but it's got to go. And I listen, I'm going to smooch that lasagna and I'm going to marry the S word out of that frozen pizza. I, just I don't love know how frozen have... Mo Detroit Motor City pizza. That's the best pizza, frozen pizza I've ever had. So I, I don't know what gas station pizza you're referring to, but I'm assuming it's going to be delicious. Motor City is sold at Kroger. Don't act like you're better than me. I love Kroger. I do. It's the only one that carries my favorite salad dressing. I, I know, like, truth in advertising, no one has ever confused frozen pizza for delivery. No one's ever been like, oh, is no. this DiGiorno or is this Papa John's? I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. It's clearly frozen pizza. It's all, yeah. But, but you don't, what would you do? What order would you do it? I'm, I'm marrying frozen lasagna. I'm marrying frozen right. lasagna. But you're it's killing beautiful. frozen pizza. You're just killing frozen. Pizza. I'm just murdering it. I'm just like I'm. I'm strangling it, and I'm making eye contact. Aaron, with it how do you feel about canned ravioli? Oh no, that's a no from me. Oh, okay. There wow, okay. that was very condescending. The raw yeah. dogger of many wheats has now chosen to she judge me. Interesting. Eats frozen bagel bites. She eats bagel bites frozen, but yeah. she's like, your chef boyardee is disgusting. No, I. That's just not for me. I don't want to yeah. yuck your yum. I'm not uh, trying to you. romp on your ding dong. God, thank you. Here I will. I will romp yeah, on here frozen. She goes uh, with her like, <laughs> just let people love what they just love. Just let them love what they love. Yeah. The you know, we got bills to pay though, Erin. That's by the way, whole that's premise. Her, by the way, that's her public stance. That is not How her public stance. How dare you? <laughs> Get out of here. Allegations. Allegations. <laughs>
Okay, up next we have Sterlow5 said, I had a girlfriend in college that broke up with me when she was intoxicated. She said her mom had thrown holy water on her and didn't think we should be together. She also said, I like to catch up too much. Incredible. Incredible. What a detail. I've said that seven times and never not bust out laughing every time that I've said it. She said, she also said, I liked ketchup too much. I do like ketchup, but didn't find it to be a deal breaker. Okay, look, this is this is kind of what we were alluding to. What a rich text, despite the brevity of the statement. Listeners, yes. please take note. Five lines of information. Yes. I, honestly, I think we could talk five hours on everything that Sterlo has oh, laid out here before us. Because I, the, the first thing I want to focus on is uh, the girlfriend wants to break up when intoxicated. Everyone has a go-to move when they're intoxicated or overserved, <laughs> and hers is to break up. That's wild. I'm not here to judge. What, Jamie, what is yours? Aaron, what is yours? Uh, well, can I tell you what Aaron's is, and then Aaron can tell you what mine is? Because uh, Aaron's is, she is going to start flirting aggressively <laughs> with anyone that works in the establishment where we are. Can I tell what yours is now? Yes. Jamie's Uh-oh. is to find the nearest uh, flat surface and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. I literally watched her try to lay down in the street after Kate Kennedy's Taylor Swift dance party. That is true. Because are... it was just, I knew it couldn't go that one more block. I she could do it. it. She said, I'm, I'm out. I, I got to lay, lay down. down. I got to lay down right here. What stage in sleep training is that? I, I, I skipped that. I don't, I I don't did, know which I one that is. I did lay down on my back like I'm supposed to. So my dermatologist would That's be good. proud. That's good. Uh, See, I, I really ratchet up the, uh, I get I get very theatrical, get very what? hazy. I, uh, guys, um, if you've ever been to an AUA, you know what Knox does when he drinks too much. <laughs> Listen, but like uh, at the house, I get, I really want to talk about off the grid living. Like I really start to talk to Ashley. (laughs) We got to move to the woods, Ashley. I'm like shipping containers on eBay are so cheap. They are so affordable. I know you had to take 22 ticks off me the other day, but I think we should live in the woods. We're made for it, baby. Made for it. Uh, The mom throwing holy water on her. There's a story here. Okay, Aaron, you're a Bible scholar. Yeah. Isn't holy water holy because of the hands of the beholder? Or is holy water still holy when when this intoxicated girl, her mother, is throwing it on her? Yeah, essentially the water gets blessed by someone and then you can take it, like if you want like a, a Nalgene with it, you can just take it with you. <laughs> just take oh. it around. Can you drink it? I, I don't think so. I don't think I, they recommend that. Now, uh, now I do well. know that when you do communion – um, at a liturgical church, and you have it left over, they will make you uh, in- sacredly ingested. Who, uh, me? Like on row seven? Well, Hold on. What's sacredly ingested mean? You know just, that's the follow-up. You know, it just means like you got to you gotta get rid of it because it's holy. It's been sacredly blessed. Sacredly ingested sounds like a douche. You but have you to just, do a spiritual <laughs> Sacredly ingested sounds like the worst worship album I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no, you, know? it's just, you just have to be is very that king, solemn. Is that, is that king and country? Do they make that album? <laughs> Would no. you guys take your shoes off and we can just worship the Lord tonight? <laughs> I um uh See, I read this differently. I read this as like the mom isn't actively throwing the water on her. Like it happened when she was eight and she's like, therefore I've been sanctified and your disgusting ketchup oh, ridiculousness I, yeah. is not with me. It's okay, not let's, on my level. Let's talk about the ketchup. Okay. Ketchup on eggs, pet peeve. Ketchup oh, no, no, on no. filet mignon, deal breaker. You uh, can like ketchup too much. You can, you can. Yeah. See, I, I think I have, um, I have eggs, French fries, Potato chips, hamburgers, hot dogs. Oh, these are all acceptable what? vehicles for ketchup. You cannot. Who is putting potato chips? You mean like Lay's potato chips? Yeah, like a little salt and vinegar. You're dipping them in ketchup? Oh, 100%. Now, if you're drizzling on any of those things, you're a psychopath and you need to go like upstate How to Supermax. drizzling suddenly the worst version of it where you're just dipping? You're just sitting you know, at, you're just see, sitting it's, with it's waffle chips at Chick-fil-A being like, no. give me one of them little ketchup cups. This is the philosophical difference, Jason, more history, uh, corner music, please. This is a philosophical difference between precision bombing World War II versus all-out war, okay? In all-out war, you're killing some civilians, so you're killing some civilians of french fries, like with way too much globs of ketchup, versus precision bombing, where you get to go one potato chip or french fry or whatever, boom, into the ketchup as much as you want, and then you get to eat it. It's perfect. It's control. I will say, I do think America is a, con- is a country of condiments. We love our condiments. There are mm. whole aisles dedicated to condiments. Yeah. I feel like we should get to have whatever we want. But I do think when you put ketchup on a filet mignon, it tells me what I need to know about you is that it does. You don't you don't like nice things and you're codependent on catsup. It's 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 the steak test. If you do, if you're above the age of 18 and you're eating steak with ketchup, 
it's it's a red flag. It is a tomato red flag. Listen, intended. there are so many rules around steak because I'll tell you, I sometimes want a steak medium well, but I don't order it like that because I know that I'm going to be shamed at my table yeah. by both the server and the chef in the back and Aaron. You That's know what I mean? true. You are that you don't deserve a steak. That's exactly right. So I'm well. always like medium. <laughs> You barely Listen, deserve it. I know. It I medium. know. I should be ordering it rare. I get it. I get it. If you had to pick between, you could uh, never have condiments again or ice again. Which would? Which would? It <gasps> oh be? no! I've lived a life where I could not have ice, and that was the eleven days I spent in Europe. And no, ma'am, no, ma'am. I want ice. I would rather have ice than never have. I would give up all. I would give up sriracha. I would give up hot sauce. I would give it all up. I don't think Keep I could ice. give up condiments. I think I would just move to Antarctica and be like, boom, like played, I played you, you, you in you this. You think you get easy access to condiments in Antarctica? No, you do not. Dropship, bro. Those drones. Oh, I love that Amazon. you think Amazon is going to show up in a little blue van <laughs> up in Antarctica. Hey, Amazon, we're noticing that your Prime Day shipping, like it used to be two days. Now it's like two weeks. Okay. We, we all know. Okay. You're not hiding anything. Like we realize that right yeah, now. You still charge us $1,000 for Amazon Prime. I do think that... The girlfriend thinking that Sterlo likes ketchup too much, there is some validity here, okay? That's a weirdly specific thing that only comes out after drinking because the veil of, of cordiality has right. been pierced. Like for me, it would I think Ashley would tell you if she'd had too much to drink that no matter how I answer the phone, I always answer like an asshole. Like I always, <laughs> no matter what it is, who it is. Sometimes I mean to, sometimes I don't, but it's right. always happening. And for her, it's that um, she tries to talk to people across multiple rooms even though she can't hear. So it'll be like three rooms away and she'll be trying to talk to my son and he gets so frustrated because like no matter what I say or what volume I say it, she's not going to understand it and I'm going to have to repeat myself. That's and so it's just sweet. the joy of my life to watch him deal with that. So I think there's something here, Sterling. No, there is something So maybe here. reflect. Maybe okay. reflect. Um, up next, we have Amber underscore sale underscore off. Amber Guys, sale off. again, what are we doing here? There was already an Amber sale off? I don't Why? understand. <laughs> You have to say when with the underscores. You can't just like let it go forever. God. Okay. So Amber says, do my fellow millennials and Gen Zers remember? I love, first of all, her being like, gather around. We're all the same, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's just like a millennial to say that. Okay. Do my fellow millennials and Gen Zers remember the old First of all, Gen Zers don't remember AOL. What are you talking about? They don't. It's the underscores. You have too many. You don't know how to do with them. So now like you're juggling information that's not even true. Okay. So do my fellow millennials and Gen Zers remember the old AOL instant messenger profiles? You could add text in the same color as the background to create hidden messages. Friends could go in and right click to remove the background color and see the secrets. That's where my boyfriend had written in that we were together. And that's also how he broke up with me. I, she just doesn't feel very efficient, you know? No, listen, listen to me, Amber Sailoff. If you're a secret at the starting line, you're not going to make it to the finish line. Like, yeah, that's probably true. Do you know what that's I mean? That's probably true. It's like if you are with someone who cheated on someone else to be with you, yeah. he's eventually going to be cheated on. They'll do it with you. They'll do it to you. That that's kind right. of uh, rationale. Right. Sorry, Amber Sailoff. Up next is Rhymes with Kina. I dumped a guy I had dated for two years. I thought he'd work out because he was a pastor's kid. And while it ultimately didn't, he did try to win me back in deeply troubled Christian style. After sitting outside my window in the dark for two hours so he could serenade me with barbershop quartet music, didn't work. He showed up at my house with a bowl, a towel, and his journal. He told me he wanted to wash my feet to demonstrate he could serve me while I read his diary so I'd know how much he cared. We don't pray for passer kids enough. Paul, can we just do a a 10 second pause for PK trauma? Just a moment of silence. Just Just a moment moment of silence silence for all the PKs out there who are awkward AF. Yeah, Jason, just let it build. (laughs) Actually, I am going to be honest. I did try to find if a barbershop quartet had ever done more than words by extreme. Had they? They have not. No, they have not. I just, I guess I don't understand how winning someone back is going to be like, I'm going to sing Mr. Sandman with my three broskies (laughs) here at your window. And that's going to get you. Well, no, listen, rhymes with Kina. The first problem is I thought he'd work out because he was a pastor's kid. Obviously, you never met a pastor's kid before then. And listen, I know you're listening and you're like, no, no, I'm a different kind of PK. You weren't then. You weren't. No. Not then. Not back that's, in the day. That's pulling out the cookie mid-bake. You got to let that thing crystallize <laughs> and then find out what it is before you get into, get into uh, situations like that. I think the feet washing aspect is so perfect. 
And honestly, I do like there's a circuitousness of the logic of like, I'm gonna wash her feet, I'm gonna clean her feet, and then she can read my journal to like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna verify, trust but verify, right? I'm gonna right. let her verify my feelings about her. I understand, but it's just way too much. Um, but I do think the feet washing thing, it's, it's maybe the most overused gesture in all of Christianity. Oh, like, it ever. is. Cause listen, I dated a guy who at a camp, we were counselors at the camp, he washed my feet in front of everyone at the camp, and then. Later, as we we're walking back, like we were putting kids away in their whatevers. And putting kids away in their whatevers. <laughs> in their bunks. In their bunks. <laughs> and we we're putting kids away in their bunks. And then we were walking back to get a snack at the calf. And yeah. he asked me, would I do the same? And I was like, your feet are gross. And he was like, no, not my feet. What? What? Was he talking like, about? He was talking about his diglet. His wiener? His diglet. What? Yes. I just don't think those things are equal. You know, I just don't think that's an equal gesture of good faith. How does he think that's a fair trade? I just don't know about that, Jamie. That is a wild, even I was, I was just sitting here thinking like, even if he meant his uh, testiculars, you know, would yeah. that like even be like a, like a reasonable upping of the ante? And I just don't think they, it would be. I just don't think it would. No. And, and Cause I, he was definitely a guy that was like, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Oh. Gotcha. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. Anything minus True, P weight, versus but not v. for that. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Yeah. It's a it's a uh, very binary thing. I can I do a short taint? I have a short taint idea. Oh, I think that would work here. Yes, of course. Um, Jason, cue the short taint music, please. And again, he's saying short. No K's, Altees. Uh, no K's, Altees. Hey, sharts. My name's Knox, and I'm asking for 100 percent of your endorsement for my idea about another Da Vinci Code book where the plot centers around how actually Jesus had a foot fetish, which is why Ooh. he was so into washing disciples' feet. Ew. And it could just be like the Pope or Robert Langdon. Is that his, I don't know if that's his name. Robert, yeah. whatever Tom Hanks. Uh, he, they'd just be like, what if, what if JC was like a foot guy? And then from there, like we uncover ancient mysteries about everything, why Tom Hanks had to have his hair like that and all that stuff. So what do you say, Sharts? Who wants to dip their toes in the water on this idea? That is a big old rebuke. Just <laughs> the biggest rebuke you know, I've ever fair, issued. But it's, Jesus it's was fiction. human. He was fully human. Why couldn't he have a fetish? Yeah. I just don't yeah. think it's feet. No, Especially this not is then. such a rebuke. I no, no, no. no we're not saying like feet were great. We're saying in then. the universe of the Da Vinci Code, okay? In the flawed universe of the Da Vinci Code, I feel like that's a that's a story that could sell some some copies. You know, you guys know for the audio, I'm not getting a good vibe, I'm not getting a good response. <laughs> no one's buying. No one's buying this. Okay, idea. up next we have Morgan Strella who said, "I once had a roommate who hung out with a friend from her high school and college regularly on the weekends, but she always talked about him just being a friend until he proposed marriage to her because he thought they had been dating for several <sighs> years." Yeah, they broke up pretty immediately after that. Dudes, talk to your assumed girlfriend's friends before popping the question and make sure y'all are actually dating. Or better yet, talk to your girlfriend and make sure y'all are actually dating. Hashtag Christian college life. Listen, I thought that's how all Christian college marriages happen. Both of them are to blame. Morgan's friend is to blame. Why would you go to school with somebody and hang out with one guy every weekend? Because and that this not is, be the this guy is the most dating. friend zone guy of all time. And she knew that. And he knew that, honestly. Well, she, was I think, taking, she was taking advantage of that then. Well, because I she mean, wanted to have a guy to hang out with. Look, and guys in the friend zone to... are big boys too. They can they can take care of themselves. You know, I think what he was trying to do though, he was trying to like scale Everest on the first try, you know, no training, first try. Wow, Maybe I could yeah. just like, get to marriage point here. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it just kind of backfired. I just, I feel like we should give him a championship belt. Because that is... This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture-themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know. Or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate r 2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars-themed collection. Now, I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the Force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient... I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP 
for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-I-Wear.com, code POP. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com That is the, deluding yourself into a relationship <sighs> pending marriage uh, while being st- like squarely in the friend zone. That is something else. Can you imagine if somebody like walked up to you and was like, I, I, will you marry me? And you could be like, what? We're not, we've never even kissed. Yeah. Like you're, you're that's dusty. Like, how we can we like guy... hang out together. I've never washed your feet or you've never tried See, to wash my is, testicles. This is know? also why purity culture doesn't work because that's why you should make out with people before you marry them. Like, listen, that's actually that's a real word because it prioritizes gesture over um, just getting to know each other and finding out if it works, you know, or if you vibe together. Um, I just, but I think for friend zone guys out there, and there's some of you out there, friend zoning is like quicksand. The best way to get out of the friend zone is to never begin in the first place because the second you've got your toe in, in the friend zone, it's yeah. over. It's curtain that's right. baby. That's Can't right. Tess, how do you feel about that, Tess? You want to be in a relationship with the first guy? You, he just asked you to marry him, and you're like, we haven't even. Our tongues haven't touched. What? No. That's crazy. Tess, do you want to be with the guy who you just finished putting kids away, like Jamie very accurately and normally <laughs> described, and then he asked you to wash a genital on the way to the cantina you know, they to get some you know, airheads? As a matter what? of fact, they did not ask me to come back and work that camp again, and they did ask him did to he? come back and what? work that camp. What? Yes. Maybe that was a I test. Was that, that, maybe so. Maybe it was a test, and like, you didn't say no like good enough. You know, It I was know like, no, said. but like we can rearrange some of the particulars here. So we got a ton of anonymous. We are only going to feature one, because I promise none of the rest of the anonymous stories were as good as this one all right so this is a bro of the show i dated my boss's wife's male best friend about a year ago after a few months i quickly realized he had a weird codependent friendship with her Uh, he would sleep in bed with her and her husband slash my boss okay oh aaron has sat up aaron has sat up in her chair. I, f- I feel like maybe people weren't listening. Could you could you hit that again? Just the particulars of that. He he. The guy I was dating. He would sleep in bed mm-hmm. with his his friend and her husband, which was this guy's boss. Okay. Yeah. Very normal stuff. Very normal. Okay. Stuff. The final straw was when he told me they were basically a throuple, and he mm-hmm. was trying to figure out where I fit into that. Okay. The breakup went smoothly until an hour after when she Instagram DM'd me that he was high on Delta Nine. And just realized what had happened and begged me to give them another chance. It was later brought up in my annual performance evaluation at work that I should reconsider the relationship as breaking up seemed to have a, quote, negative outlook on my performance. I oh, work the in balls. state. The balls on that evaluation. And this parenthetical is very important, you guys. I work in state government and shameless side note that my elected official boss was recently indicted for hit and run charges after a holiday party. Again, what a rich, rich, that might be the best short story I've read in a very long time. See, Tess, is that what you want, Tess? You want to be in a thruple with your don't. boss at work? No, you don't. Not even a thruple. You're not even in the thruple. The thruple's established. Oh, you're, you're in a quadruple. You're in a quadruple. You don't want that. It's too many people. It's too many people, Tess. Don't do there's it. There's too many people to please. I can barely please myself. Why am I worried <laughs> about all, I can't worry about three other people. Wow, title of your sex tape. Well, if you have thoughts and opinions <laughs> on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Narshamacom slash 497. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, so my red light, I suggested in our last episode that golf was not sexy, okay? And let me tell you, lots of white women in their 30s came for me to tell me how hot golfers are. Now, I will concede that Adam Scott does appear to be hot in the right light. 
Got okay. a big old Adam's apple, doesn't he? Big old he Adam's does, apple. He does, which is usually a good indicator. You know what I mean? But let There's me no tell you. There's no scientific basis for that. Listen, Ridiculous. But y'all ride hard for a bunch of folks who look like they sell life insurance and love to go to silent auction fundraisers for dogs with their wives named Kristen who have gone 100 days straight on the Peloton. They are not hot. They're normal. Do you know how many people mentioned the man Jordan Speth? To me, Jordan Spieth. They think Jordan Spieth's hot. Listen, Come on. they entered it into my feed as Exhibit A, and I would say objection overruled. And you are found guilty for seeing something that is not there. Because guess what? The golfer is not hot if they take off that hat and their hairline is farther back than their uh, putting shot. Do you know what I mean? What I don't does know. that mean? I, I don't know I want to dig into that. I don't know what it means. So listen, so I would like to double down and say golf is the least sexy sport on the entire planet tied with curling. Yeah. It is the it is not sexy. It's oh, not I don't sexy, know why we have to bring guys. curling into this. Curling's just minding their own business doing but listen, their thing. The curlers know they're not. They're like, we're hot. We're we're hot for us. See, I think we're they're laissez fairness. Their um uh their disinterest in the public discourse about hotness, I think that makes them hot, Jamie. That's what I would say about curling. I do think you have to consider golfers, they're very high maintenance, right? Before they do anything, everyone has to shut up. Everyone has to be so quiet. I'm watching yeah. kids in the NCAA tournament, they're having to hit free throws with people screaming at them, people trash talking them to their face, and they're hitting these shots. But these golfers, like if a cricket whistles, they will scream the F word in the direction I know, of the that's wilderness. that's big baby behavior. That's high maintenance. You don't want to be with that. That's somebody putting ketchup that. on a ribeye. That's it not is. who you want to be with. I will say my two favorite tweets in response to the angry uh, okay. 30-something white women. Yeah. First, Jennifer Kimbrough, who listens. She said, for every one hot golfer, I will raise them five hot swimmers. That's exactly right. Okay. And then yeah. Tiffany Olson, OG, said the percentage of golfers who look like pastors or members of a Southern Baptist elder board is too high to make a blanket statement that golfers are sexy. It would be madness to do so. Oh, listen, it's a, you know, there are some very fit, very like decent looking golfers. Most people have like the sloped shoulders, a little bit of a dad paunch, you know, yeah. hair's not great. And like, that's just what it is. I always say, if you took this person and you put them in a Burger King, yeah. Would you still think they're hot? You take Michael Bay Jordan and you put him in a Burger King, he is still very hot in yes. that Burger King. But yes. if you take Jordan Spiff and you put him in a Burger King, you're like, he's a manager. I get it. Okay. It's Spieth. You sound like such a casual when you say it like that. So I just want to correct you. Well, how could I possibly know how to pronounce that? That is the Spieth weirdest like spelled. Spieth like Heath. Like your brother. Okay. Like very easy. <laughs> <laughs> My brother spells it differently though. But see, the thing with golf, like, yeah, I'd be careful with golfers because anyone who's like, I want to spend you know, nine hours a week by myself screaming at a white ball, screaming the F word into trees. You just got to watch out. You just got to watch out for these people. You know, it's I know. Tough. it makes me nervous. Okay. What's your red light? My red light is, uh, so we're, we're in the middle of the spring sports, you know, hullabaloo, lacrosse Monday through Thursday, volleyball, Monday, Tuesdays, Thursday, soccer on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Oh. So it's crazy, but that's not the red light. It, uh, spring sports is, is fun. You get to k- watch kids work hard and uh, function within the team construct. All those uh, are, are good things. <laughs> but um, w- of these three sports, one of these school sports, though, I'm not going to say which, it's volleyball, uh, not only charges us for our child to attend the school and play the sport, but they also charge us to go watch the sport we paid for for 25 minutes an afternoon. You have to buy a ticket to your kid's game. We have to buy a ticket for a kid's game. It's not a ton of money, but I was under the assumption that because we pay tuition for the school, and within that we pay an athletic fee on top of tuition to play sports at the school, that this entitles us to watch our child play for free, but it does not. They make you pay, and I don't I don't carry a lot of cash. And I walked into the gym, I was like, well, this is easy. I'm not going to bring my wallet because I'm just watching a volleyball game for 25 minutes. But lo and behold, I had to go get my wallet because I have to pay. And it's not just our school, though. It's a lot of these like smaller Christian schools because, you know, they're not well-funded. But it's it's I'm redlining the nickel and diming of it. It's like Ticketmaster. Like, just give me one amount. And it can be a bad amount. It can be not fun. But make it one. When you do one and then there's like a miscellaneous fee and then athletic fee and admission fee and a breathing or oxygen fee and then dispelling CO2 fee, like that's – too much. That's when it gets to be a little bit obnoxious. Listen, when anybody's kid comes around and is like, you want to buy some wrapping paper? You want to buy a Boston butt? Whatever. I'm like, here's cash. Here yeah. is $20 Venmo to your mom so that yeah. you never ask me if I want to buy caramel corn ever again. Like, yeah. I would rather you, because I'm also going to help you with cash. Like, I think that is what schools should do is just be like, hey, we won't try to sell you donuts on a Saturday if you'll just give us $10. And, and you know I'd what? Be like, just call yes. it the extortion tax. 
And we're not yeah. going to do a Coke sale, yeah. but you have to pay this to, to ensure the, the privilege. And what do you think is bougier? Not riding the bus uh, to school and from and to home or having little kids walking around your neighborhood giving you Boston butts? I want to move into that neighborhood. What are you talking I know, about? I know. That's my good stuff right there. My neighborhood is pretty great. That like my neighbor's uh, four-year-old, like she just brought me two boxes of Girl Scout cookies and was like, this is where you're moving into the house. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, darling. This like, is thank fantastic. you. You didn't pay for these. So this really doesn't mean that much. But thank you for the gesture, I suppose. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your green light this week? Okay. I have two. The first is Monster Factory, which is a docuseries on Apple TV. It's six episodes. You guys, this is, this is Aaron's dream show because if you liked cheer or you love F1, you love wrestling, or you just hold on to the notion that everyone has an interesting story, then this is the show for you. Uh, the Monster Factory is a school where wannabe pro wrestlers go to learn how to become pro wrestlers. It's set in New Jersey. These six episodes follow these five people that are working really hard to become pro wrestlers. Twitch, Goldie, Mimi, Gabby, and Bobby Buffet. Great names. They're great, great names. names. They're fascinating stories. Guys, I teared up like three times. Just people talking about overcoming. Because all five of these people, one of them is super wealthy and like comes from a hugely wealthy family. One is struggling with a bunch of diagnoses. One is struggling with like uh, just flipping burgers and wanting a better life. It's just the best, best. Like your heart is just going to swell six times. It's so good. And it there's some happy, really happy moments in it, which I loved. So that's Monster Factory on Apple. And then the other is a podcast, a limited series called The Turning. Now, The Turning, I learned about the show because of season two that just came out, but actually I'm going to recommend season one. So <laughs> The Turning colon, this is another thing Aaron would love, The Turning colon, The Sisters Who Left. And it's about some of the former nuns who were in Mother Teresa's world famous order, The Missionary of charity and kind of the it's 10 episodes there's such good storytelling the host and producer erica lance it's top notch but it's all about these women kind of describing that it's kind of brainwashy culty isolating not great and how how can you be how do you handle being in a conflict with the most admired woman in the entire world and it is so well done so that's the turning. You can listen to season one. It's all about the nuns. Okay. What are your green lights? I've got, so the first one, uh, I'm sorry, the podcast too. Uh, this is called The Coldest Case in Laramie. Um, and this is, uh, this was kind of the top of the charts last couple weeks. Uh, and it's been uh, maybe about a month since I've listened to it. But um, I listened to it in the space of a weekend um, while I worked, did some yard work. And I was fascinated by it. It's, it's about this cold case murder in Laramie. Probably figured that out. Um, uh, and, you know, it definitely gets into the specifics of the case uh, and the individuals um, involved. Um, and it sorts and kind of presents some suspects. Um, but even beyond that, there's a different, it, it's not your standard, like, who done it, you know, or like, what's the big twist or reveal that's going to happen? There's a more fundamental question that this podcast is trying to answer in the form of like, how much can we rely on memory uh, when it comes to extraordinary situations? And the answer is not as simple as you think, which this show and some of the details of the investigation and the witnesses and the testimony uh, and even that of the suspect kind of attest to. So really, really fascinating uh, show, really quick listen. And then my other uh, green light is a TV show on – it's a reality show on Netflix, um, and it's called Outlast. It's basically like Survivor but without frills. Um, oh. survivor without frills, without host, without provisions, without any interest in any of the traditional flourishes of television. And basically the premise is it's, I think it's 16, uh, lone wolf survivalist types. And they are tasked with surviving in the Alaskan wilderness, uh, at the end of spring, uh, right in the onset of winter. And the only qualification is they have to be a part of a team to qualify for money. So it can be just two people. It, they're usually built in teams of four, but if you're just with another person, that counts as a team. The scenes, of Alaska are just stunning to look at. Uh, the characters are very vivid. Um, and despite like none of the traditional storytelling avenues um, beyond like the talking head, you know, cut twos, um, you really get a sense of who these people are and what they're about uh, in some of like the uh, adjacent interviews. But really what this show becomes about is it's survival, but there's also like the question of ethics and morality when competing for money. And so you have to answer questions like, is it okay to steal someone's sleeping bag knowing that they'll freeze to death if they don't choose to tap out of the game. Like if they stay stubborn and they try to win the money, 
you might have just murdered them. Is that worth your chance at a million dollars going higher or uh, being reduced a little bit? So it's really, really fascinating. I think it's eight episodes. My son and I uh, blew through it this weekend, but highly recommend if you like Survivor. Okay. Um, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. So guys, remember before you go, anytime you do shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase our affiliate link. If you're item purchase using that link this week was, Jamie, this is hot cinnamon spice tea. Okay, this is classy bougie tea. Cause this is my favorite tea. I love it's, this tea. It's Harney and Sons. Uh, it has 24,000 ratings, 4.6 stars. There are 179 questions about this tea, and two of them stood out to me. The first is, is there a difference in taste between Harney and Sons Orange Pico 20 bags and Harney and Sons Orange Pico 50 bags? And the seller responded so kindly and said, same tea, just different amount of tea bags beautiful that's good, good. that's exactly true that's correct that, that is true and then my favorite question was do you know if any of the ingredients come from china and the favorite two responses were i am sorry but i do not know if any ingredients come from china this is my favorite tea and then a second person came along and said uh literature says teas are carefully chosen from asia and india this is my favorite tea this sounds like tiktokers who are like i don't care if they're taking my data i'm keeping my tiktok i love it love it all right you guys don't forget be fox and fox and subscribers to note for the audio get first dibs at the podcast live tickets going on sale in april links to sign up for all three of those options are found in indy's fantastic show notes she creates for you every single week i'm jamie golden you can find me on twitter and instagram at jamie b golden i'm nox you can find me on the socials at nox boy thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye guys